Hello, and welcome to Dinner at Yiffany's with your host, Take a Ironhoof. Before we begin, I just want to remind everyone that we have our own Patreon. With tiers starting as low as $1 per month, you can show even more appreciation. Every member, no matter which tier you choose, will receive their own badge on the Dinner at Yiffany's website and a personal call out at the end of each episode. Starting at the $5 tier, you will receive an exclusive Dinner at Yiffany sticker, and at our top tier, you will receive an even more exclusive t-shirt. All proceeds will be going toward paying for the podcast expenses, including paying voice actors and authors for their contributions. And if we have anything left over at the end of the year, Patreon members will get to decide which charity the remaining funds go to. Also, I want to give a shout out to The Voice of Dog, whose Ghost of Dog event is in full swing. Be prepared for spooky tales and spine-tingling chills. On tonight's episode, we present a story by the ever-wonderful Amethyst Mayor, who was gracious enough to award this story as a prize as part of Chestnut Luna's raffle on the Equine Furry Creators Discord, and the winner was Rambling Renegade. We sincerely hope you enjoy... Riding Renegade by Amethyst Mayor. Ren. Ren. It's just Ren now. Renegade smirked as he leaned back against the wall. The big equine's shoulder blades pushed back into it for some semblance of stability. The house party thrummed around him, and he very much felt like he was part of the crowd, even though he didn't know all that many there. More of the horses than anyone else, yes, he knew. Though even the words in his head were coming slowly and sluggishly as the alcohol in his body further infused his system, and Ren wasn't about to slow down on the drinks anytime soon. That was until Mandy appeared. The Palomino mare was a good head shorter than him and delicate in a golden yellow coat of short, well-groomed hair, her mane braided at the back of her neck. It drew his attention to the line of her neck and he licked his lips, his black tail flicking back and forth, even if it was by no means due to any manner of anxiety, no. It was cockiness, his sheath plumping out within the bounds of his jeans even then, thickening slightly. Damn, he was so going to get laid tonight. And not just because Mandy was an old friend from school, someone that he had known years ago, but not known well enough when they had grown out of their gangly teenager phase. As adults, damn, Mandy was a looker. Not that Ren wasn't a looker either and the stallion would have said that he was hot stuff. Maybe he thought too much of himself, but that was not really the case, not the point. Not with the sleek black and white markings on his body, his front white while the black line of his sleek coat traced down from his shoulders along his sides. His arms blended from white to black as his coat swept up his muscled arms, his fingers tipped with rougher, chunkier nails like hooves, though he still had full, easy dexterity there. His tail, mane, and hooves came with a tinge of electric blue, a sheen that ran through the dark hairs as if it was painted in. Though it was a natural part of Ren's body, something that had resisted any dyes that he had tried purely out of a sense of fun. Mandy smiled and leaned against him, batting her eyelashes. Well, I didn't think I'd see you here then, Ren. She said, repeating the last thing that she had said. But I'm glad we did. I've been thinking about you lately. 
his eyebrows raised, his chest pushing out, though his shirt had already been undone by more than a couple of buttons, revealing a portion of his chest. Oh yeah? He said with a grin. What about? I mean, all the ladies are after me. Mandy grinned, walking her fingers up his chest, one finger after the other. The stallion shivered, though it was not something that he consciously did. Maybe, she breathed. Maybe, oh, maybe you could get me another drink. Wren was more than glad to do that, and another, and another, until he was teetering a little and Mandy only looked to be a bit tipsy. He licked his lips and twitched his ears, trying to focus on their conversation, though they talked about nothing important at all. Not really. Just things back at their school, current events. They were even into the same band. That was interesting and not something that he had expected to have in common with Mandy. So, when he put his arm around her waist and tugged her in against his side, it was only natural for the golden mare to fold herself in against his body as if she had always meant to fit there. Sure, he was seeing everything through a mildly drunken haze, though he would soon sober up a touch again. But everything was good and everything was light, a little fuzzy around the edges from the alcohol. Come back to my place, he nickered, nuzzling into her neck as the mare giggled and exposed a little more of her throat to him and his questing, nibbling teeth. Come on, girl. You'll have a good time. I'll show you a good time. She flashed a brilliant white smile at him, ears perked. I'll hold you to that stud. She whinnied, the shrill sound catching the attention of a couple of others at the party, even though it was very much in full swing still. Come on, get us a cab. There's a good lad now. He didn't realize, not then, that she was calling the shots. Even though, of course, Wren was still going to get what he wanted, steadying himself on her shoulder as they giggled and tottered from the party. That was mostly down to Wren not being all that comfortable on his hooves, but, well, no one was going to mind about that. Not as they stumbled into a cab, and she helped him drink some water, even if all the stallion could think about was how good her warm body felt against him. The world stopped spinning enough for him to hobble out of the cab, his sheath feeling slick and tight, as if he had already been drooling pre-cum inside it. Though it was not as if that was something that he could control, he just had to let it play out. He just had to let it out to play. Mandy had to follow him up and into his apartment, which was, thankfully, on the ground floor, at least with only a couple of steps to traverse right by the front door. <sighs> so glad you came back with me, baby. He rumbled softly, drawing her neck in his arms to the bedroom, the mare coming along willingly to him, lips brushing, parting in a deepening kiss. Mmm, yes, mmm. Can't wait to see you. Properly. To feel you. Oh, you're gonna see everything, honey. She nickered, eyes glinting with a secret. But maybe I have something more that you would like. I brought a bag with me. You up for some real fun? He grinned, dropping to a hard sit on the bed, the mattress bowing and creaking under him. Frankly, he was not all that sure how he had gotten there, though the water had helped. Maybe there had been something in it, because his head felt clearer already, running his tongue across his lip in a way that he thought was seductive. 
It was, but cuter rather than studly as Wren wanted it to be. Yeah, I want some fun, he teased, running his hands down her body into the small of her back as she nestled into his lap, straddling him with her thighs on either side of his. Come on, Mandy, baby. Show me what you can do for a stud. And so she did, kissing and nipping and lapping at the stallion's neck as he quivered, his hands all over her, sweeping down her shoulders to her breast, across her stomach, and up under her crop top. He had barely even taken in what she was wearing, liberating her of her skirt and her belt and her crop top too, though the former had come down to her knees, making sure that she left something to the imagination. While he was undressing her, however, Mandy was hard at work on dressing Wren, and she was quicker than the stallion was, sliding his shirt back from his shoulders, ripping it open so that the remaining buttons either popped free or off entirely. He wasn't going to need them anyway, not as she got down to his jeans, poking him to get him to lift his hips and dragging his jeans and underwear down at the same time. His cock sprang up as if it was waiting for her, and she grinned as the thick, smooth link fleshed out once freed from the confines of his clothes. His jeans she left tangled around his ankles, mildly hobbling him, but that was only because the stallion was not bothered to kick them off. Her fingers teased lightly around the soft skin of Wren's sheath, languishing there, taking her time, the stallion grunting and puffing hotly, blowing air out of his nostrils. Oh, yes. Mmm. His cock swelled, pushing out the mild wrinkles in the flesh, the head thick and flat, though not yet engorged. No, the head would flare at the point of orgasm, and the mare was going to get him there. Wren marveled at how he had not had the Wren marveled at how he had not had to convince her at all, how Mandy had practically fallen over her hooves in an effort to get at him. And yet Maybe that was because he was so genuinely taken by the mare, too, lured in by her golden aura, how there was a smirk tugging ever so slightly at the corner of her lips, her eyes glinting and glimmering. Blue, he thought dimly. Her eyes are blue. And he liked her even more for that, especially as Mandy toyed with his sheath and lapped at his cock, getting right down to business. There was little she liked better than having a big stud to play with, though Wren did not know just how the mare was going to play with him. He never had any trouble getting the ladies, mares and any that he fancied, to go home with him. But Mandy sent sparks through him from the touch of her lips and tongue alone, playing it across the head of his cock and swirling it around. Hmm, do you have a nice one for me? she teased, drawing back to flick her tongue temptingly over the sensitive glands. But do you have what it takes, Wren, to please a mare? Oh, yes, he groaned, trying to flick his tail, though he was sitting on it. Mmm, I can plow you, Mandy, just the way you like. But I haven't told you the way I like it. Yet, he groaned her mouth enveloping his cock again, driving him into a frenzy, though he was contained. Wren grunted thickly, struggling to control a whinny, even if there would not have been anything wrong at all in letting his lust be shown. 
His tail twitched and his ears pointed forward, fixed on the mare who was doing all kinds of wonderful things to his cock. Mandy smirked around Renshaft, her heart pounding. Yes, she had the stallion right where she wanted him, had been watching him perform. He was pretty cool in his band, but she wanted to see, for a while, whether he would be up for a little flirtier fun. Not just the whole wham-bam, thank-you-ma'am-quickie stuff, but something that would please her more. Something that would bring him down to his knees and see Wren lusting for more. Even if he did not yet know just why he lusted for it. But she'd show him, and he'd see a little more of what he could enjoy, what he could like. She'd have to see how that went, however. She slurped on his cock, drawing him, leaving him nice and hard, aching for more. He groaned and reached for her, but the mare slapped his hands away firmly, the stallion withdrawing with a grunt. Ugh, Mandy! Turn around, stud, she murmured in her underwear, currently wearing more clothes than him at that point. Let me see that sexy rump of yours. His ears flicked back. That wasn't a request that he had heard from a mare before. But his arse was pretty hot, yeah, he had to admit. Somehow, it was very easy for Wren to turn around, standing awkwardly with his jeans around his fetlocks, though the thought didn't cross his mind to remove them either. The mare hadn't said anything about them, and he glanced back as she pressed up against him, rolling her body against his as something new, something different, pulled deep in his gut. Mm. So, you want to get a little freaky, stallion? She nickered, tracing a finger down his spine as Wren shuddered under her touch, his cock throbbing and twitching with need. You want to see just what a mare can do for you? It's about more than just your dick. Oh, yes. He didn't know why it felt so good. It just did. It felt good, as if getting a few drinks in him had allowed the stallion to let go of the things that had been holding him back before. He had had such walls up, being cocky and cultish, and always trying to make sure that he was on top, that everyone knew that he was the alpha or something. Well, he was not that bad, not really. But that didn't mean that other things, things where he was not in a position of power or control, couldn't be pleasurable too. There was more to life than the sides of life that he had envisioned and explored so far. So, it would be Mandy that took him there, fetching her back and revealing that she had had something very interesting there. How she had fit a riding crop in there was beyond him, though maybe it had been made into part of the strap or the handle or something. Wren's mind wasn't quite working as clearly as he would have liked it to be, though that was okay too because it felt okay for things to soften and for him to trust Mandy, eyes fixed on the crop. Ugh, what are you going to do with that? She grinned, rolling it between her fingers, the leather flap at the end catching the light. See just how much I can make that cock of yours twitch. Or perhaps you'd do better with your hands tied behind your back. He licked his lips and agreed. Wren didn't know quite what it was that got him to agree, but truly, the horse did not need to know. 
Not as she tied his hands behind his back, crossed at the wrist, the knots neatly tucked away from any point that his fingers could reach, rendering him helpless. Of course, his mouth was not gagged or anything like that, so he could tell her to stop at any time, though the stallion found himself not really wanting that. He wanted more. The restriction made his cock twitch and jerk, pre-cum beating at the head while his chest pressed down into the bed, standing on his hooves, his knees bent and hocks flexed very lightly. Wren grunted as she trailed the crop down his back, from the point between his shoulders all the way down to the base of his back, and brushed his rump with it. His tail wagged as if he didn't know what he wanted to do, whether he should have held it up or pinned it down. But it was not up to him, not truly, not while he wanted it, not while he was consenting to everything. The mare hooked her arm under the velvety dock of his tail and pushed it up out of the way, the whip firmly held in her free paw. Tell me if this gets too much, but if you take every stroke I've got for you, I'll ride you until you explode. That was more than enough incentive for Wren to hold fast, even as the crop moved away from him and the whisk of air moving around it heralded the first blow. He groaned, but the smack came before the burst of pain, his cock twitching and bobbing, flexing up against his stomach. Ugh! Good stallion, he groaned. Why did that make him feel hot and tingly all over, as if he had been doused in something? Yet he could not put a name to it, all new, panting heavily, his nostrils puckering and flaring with every breath that he managed to drag into his lungs. The mare rubbed his hip soothingly, still keeping his tail up out of the way, though she had limited range of movement if she was to keep her arm there, across the top of his rump. Wren moaned, resisting the urge to struggle. Though he was struggling with so many confusing feelings instead that he stayed right where he was anyway. He neighed out loudly, twisting his head on the bed. Oh, there was a burst of pain, yes, but there was a building thrum of pleasure too. Especially as Mandy brought the riding crop down again and again using the leather flap at the end to strike him with. Wren swiftly worked out that she was not using the length of the crop, where it was thinner, because it produced a sharper blow. Oof! He still did not ask her to stop. There was a sense of pride to be had in holding out through the whipping, yes, but it was more than that. It was so much more as he grunted and groaned and rolled his head forward into the bed, the sheets rumpling up under his chest and forming hard lines and creases that pressed into his body. But he was not about to ask Mandy to stop for such a silly reason, not as his heart pounded and blood surged to all the right places in his body and his cock. It did not soften, no, not at all, not as it twitched and felt like it was pulling, strangely, as if there was an unseen hand around it, gripping, teasing, pleasing. Every striking smack of the riding crop brought a fresh wave of heat to his body, and his knees quaked, wanting to drop, even as he snorted heavily. Oof. You're doing so well, pony. 
Wren shivered at the praise. Damn, all he had wanted to do had been to fuck her, to mount her, yet she had given him something even better, something that made him feel like he was going to completely and utterly lose his mind. He grunted, wriggling his rump back at her even without thinking about it, just trying to get his hooves braced and steadied, for that felt like the only sliver of control that he had anymore. He didn't have to have it. Of course, Mandy had mercy on him eventually. Running her fingers gently over his sore, abused rump, the stallion hissed through his teeth. The pain burned, but it sent a shot of heat to all the right places in his body, his cock picking up again, throbbing even harder. If he had had been able to look under him at that time, he would have seen just how his cock drooled and dripped thick strings of precum. It was as if he simply could not stop leaking with his arousal so thick and heavy, weighing in the pit of his belly. And he was soberer than he had been since he had started drinking, panting heavily and wickering through his nostrils as he glanced back at the mare who had turned his whole world upside down. <sighs> Need to come. He could barely even get his words out, but Maddie understood what he meant. That was something, at least, allowing them to understand one another without any force or explicitness though it was just the beginning for them. It would come to more, yes, even as the stallion slumped to the bed on his back, one of his hooves out of his jeans, though they still dangled off his hoof where he could not even be bothered to slip free of them. That was not a problem to him, not with his cock jerking and twitching upright, his hands awkwardly pinned under him, though it didn't matter anymore. Not as the mare slid over him, easing out of her bra and panties, revealing the slick slip of her sex for him. Mandy didn't waste any time either. Not as she slid down over him, pressing the throbbing, flat head of his cock against her folds and letting him pop inside. Their groans twinned together in the air, though it was only the stallion's arse that was smarting, pinned into the bed while the mare rode him, cowgirl style. Mm, I knew you'd feel good inside me, she grunted, licking her lips. Just let me ride you. I'll have trained you up in no time at all in how to really please a mare. That sounded very much like a good idea. A very good idea. Though he wanted to hump up still to fuck her, to fill her, his cock throbbing so fervently inside her that it was driving him mad with desire. But there were so many sensations at play, from the burn of his backside to the wet slickness around his cock. He scrabbled with his hooves and tried to thrust, but his legs were hanging off the edge of the bed and Wren just couldn't get any leverage. But he didn't have to either, not as the mare bucked and ground on top of him, knowing exactly what she needed to do to please herself and drag the stallion's delight right along with her. Her pussy flexed and tugged around him, though she only had a certain amount of control down there. Anyone that said otherwise would have had to do a lot more pelvic exercises than that. It was enough. It was more than enough, all as he tipped his head back and moaned long and low, giving over to her control, 
all that Mandy had left to show him. As long as Wren was on board, he was going to see just how far things could go. As long as there was pleasure involved, he was surely up to try it. Right then and there, however, all he had to do was let her ride him, taking in her gorgeous, glowing body, how the plush folds of her sex hugged his cock as she slid up and down. Yet, there was more still, the fervent pumping of his hips, need rising, flowing through deeply. She squeezed around him, and he felt his cockhead throbbing, flaring out, filling out with blood as it swelled more and more and more. He was on the edge of orgasm when she whinnied and climaxed, her hands on his chest tipped forward over him as if she wanted to be closer to him, but Mandy just needed to balance herself. Still, the strong muscle of his chest twitching under her fingers was hardly unpleasant as she grunted and rocked back, climaxing and gripping his cock while the stud stallion, tied up and panting, could not help but go right along with her. He neighed out sharply, words mumbled through the cry, rocking his hips, helplessly trying to thrust and failing to. But it didn't matter. It didn't matter one little bit as he spent himself inside her, cock throbbing and trying to jerk as he spent himself bareback. Hot ropes of slick seed flowed up inside her as the mare rolled her hips down all the way, taking every last creamy drop that the stallion had to offer her, shuddering through the final vestiges of her orgasm. For the moment, ultimately, was for both of them, not just one. It was always about both of them, even though the mare had been the one to lead. Whereas the stallion could have stopped things at any point, it had been his curiosity for new experiences that he had never really known how to get himself into that had led him there. Leading, following. Oh, Wren wasn't going to worry about the semantics of it, no. He was right where he needed to be, and Mandy was definitely going to stay the night with him even if he wasn't quite up to making breakfast in the morning. He could order in, and maybe have another round of sex in the meantime. They'd have to see how things played out. Yet, so far, he was more than happy to see just where it was that Mandy wanted to take him. And with that, we've reached the end of Riding Renegade by Amethyst Mayer. Continue to listen here, as well as The Voice of Dog, where Khaki and friends bring you more wonderful tales from around the furry fandom. I'd like to give a huge shout-out to our Patreon members as well. In the top tier, we have Chestnut Luna, Dimbles, Fowler, and Wolflord. Being in the top tier, you have no idea how big that is for me and the podcast. It's truly humbling to have the support of amazing folks such as yourselves. The support you all have given is beyond what I had ever imagined. From the bottom of my heart, I thank each and every one of you. For our other patrons, Agador, Dream Merchant, Glared, Wasson, and Wolfie Wetfur, you guys are amazing as well. Each of you have been and continue to be instrumental to our success, and I'm proud to say that I know each of you. And to everyone who has listened to any of our episodes, thank you. Each and every time someone listens to our work, it really does mean the most to myself, the authors of these stories, and the voice actors that bring the characters to life. 
We hope to do this for a long time and continue bringing you furry erotica from all over the furry fandom. We sincerely hope you've enjoyed tonight's tale. Good night and come again.